1: Rockford's home for Classic Rock 96.7. Good morning. It is Double T. It's time to talk a little sports with Paul Arco. Paul, how are you doing this morning, buddy?
2: Yeah, it's uh, like nothing's going on at all, Double T. Just (laughs) a boring, quiet weekend and a quiet week ahead, probably. yeah. exactly.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I I was happy, though, because usually anything big in sports happens right after we talk or soon after. So this actually happened before. So we had something to look forward to. On Monday, the Bears make the trade that we all were hoping for.
2: Yeah, I mean, who saw that coming on Friday, right? I mean, I did see some tweets that some people were talking about, you know, it could happen soon, but I'm not sure anybody thought it would happen later that day, and that's exactly what happened when they made that big trade with the Carolina Panthers, and uh, they did send that first uh, overall pick to the Panthers. And, you know, I mean, people are nitpicking Double T about, you know, did they get enough? Did they trade this pick too early? I mean, they they flip-flopped picks with the Panthers, so now they get the Panthers' ninth pick this year. They get their uh, second-round pick this year, which is number 61, which the Panthers got from the 49ers in the Christian McCaffrey trade. And then they got a first-round pick next year, second-round pick in 2025, but the key to the whole trade was D.J. Moore. Clearly the Panthers' best receiver, and now he becomes the Bears' best receiver. Uh, They finally have their number one wide receiver, um, and and he was the key to this trade, so you can nitpick it all you want. But now they finally have their number one, and they can push down uh, Claypool and and Darnell Mooney. So they have a, a pretty good you know trio of wide receivers. And DJ Moore, when you look at his stats, I think you know he's got three uh, years of a thousand yards or more receiving. Uh, if you look at his stats, Double T, I'm sure you have. Uh, with his over 5,000 yards receiving already in his young career, and he's only 25 or 26, he'd be the Bears' all-time leading wide receiver <laughs> surpassing Johnny Morris. Yeah, which what does that, that tell you?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, nothing gets Johnny Morris or anything, but, man, like, to have that as your like, best receiver ever, not, not good. So, yeah, it's no. good to see that they finally got a good receiver, uh, improves their, their receiving core quite a bit, and I, I think it's a good move. I like it. I only saw... One story over the weekend, and I was looking a lot. I mean, of course, there's people, you know, making comments, but out of the experts, and we saw one that said that the Panthers won that trade.
2: Yeah, I I don't know how they want to trade. What what people are really kind of um, uh, upset about is, you know, that a lot of experts are saying that the Bears fleeced the Panthers. And I I agree. We don't know that they fleeced the Panthers yet, right? I mean, we don't know who the Panthers are picking. Uh, We don't know if that's going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback or a bust out in three years. We don't know what the Bears are going to do with all their picks. I mean, is DJ Moore going to be truly a great receiver in Chicago, or is he going to be a pedestrian receiver in Chicago? So you you can't you can't judge a trade within really the first three years of of making the trade. So. We don't know, and, you know, I know another complaint of some people that they they made the trade too early. I mean, there's still several weeks before the draft, but, you know, I think both teams wanted clarity going into free agency this week, and then I'm sure the Bears probably talked to a couple other teams, you know, mostly the, um, um, who was number four? Now I'm drawing a blank. The Colts. Yeah, the Colts. I'm sure they talked to the Colts. And, you know, maybe they said, give us your best offer, and maybe the Colts couldn't top this. So um, we, we can just nitpick it all we want. But in the end, they got some, I, I think, some pretty good picks. They got a great wide receiver. Another thing people were complaining about is why didn't they get a first-round pick in 2025? Well, they still got a second. And I think that was because they got the the wide receiver in D.J. Moore, and that's why they didn't get it first. But overall, it's pretty hard to complain what Ryan Poles did this weekend.
1: No, not at all. It's good. And, and I mean, there's the rumor that they could trade down again. I also saw a story over the weekend that said that Carolina isn't opposed to trading down. You know, if the Colts were afraid they were going to take their spot. So there's still some things that could happen. It's crazy in this world, isn't it?
2: Well, well it is. And the other thing that is still out there is that Jalen Carter, the defensive tackle from Georgia who has run into some legal issues here uh during the post uh, during the offseason um you know he was projected at maybe number 1 or number 2 and when the bears had the first pick you know they might be picking between Carter or Will Anderson the edge rusher from Alabama well you know now you know they're wondering if Carter's stock has dropped because of his off the field issues and there's an outside chance they could get him at 9 if he falls that far. So, you know, if that happens and they make this trade, plus got the stud receiver, wow, that would be quite the offseason. And we don't even know what the Bears are going to do this week in, in free agency. You know, by the time you and I talk next week, T, they'll probably have some uh, offensive line and defensive line help as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's going to be exciting. Now it's starting. Here we go. The Wade's been on now. It's time to get it rolling and see what direction the Bears are going. But that's not all that's going on. Of course, all the, over the weekend, all the conference tournaments were going on in college basketball. And now it's time to fill out your bracket because the, the whole thing starts this week. How are you feeling about it?
2: Uh, you know, I, I think overall, you know, there's usually a lot of criticism of the committee after they, you know, unveil the, the pairings. But, you know, this year, um, there isn't really a lot of complaints. Um, again, I keep using the word nitpick this morning, but, you know, there's a couple little things, uh, you know, that you can look at. Um, you know, Houston getting a number one seed. Well, they have a better seed then can Kansas who had a, you know, probably a better season than Houston. And all that means is Kansas doesn't get to stay in the Midwest. Well, boo-hoo for Kansas. Uh, They'll be fine. I think uh, in the end, but you know, your, your number one picks were, um, seedings were to be expected, you know, Purdue in the East Houston in the Midwest, Alabama, who's probably the best team overall They're in the South. And there'd be no surprise if they won it. Um, and then in the, in the West, that's where Kansas landed. Um, you know, locally, Illinois made it, um, and they'll play Arkansas. And then Northwestern, too, surprisingly, uh, got a number seven seed, which what I thought was pretty high for them. They lost, like, their last three games of the season. But uh, they'll play Boise State, number 10, um, out in the west, and then Arkansas and Illinois will play a matchup of eight and nine. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about my Marquette Golden Eagles, who uh, are on a run. They've won nine in a row, 14 out of their last 15. They won the Big East Tournament uh, Saturday night handily over Xavier. They got the number two spot in the East, and they don't have to go far, about six hours to Columbus, Ohio. They'll face number 15, Vermont, if they get past Double Uh There's a matchup with either Michigan State or USC waiting for them next Sunday. So, you know, I am a cautiously optimistic Marquette fan. Uh, some of the experts have them go into the final four. Uh, I would love to see that happen. Uh, I just want to see him win this first game against Vermont and then we'll take it from there.
1: You know what? And, and there's something to be said about having the hot hand and they have got a hot hand right now. That's for sure.
2: Oh, absolutely. You know, and they're not the only ones. Uh, Duke is coming in playing very well too. So yeah, I mean all these coaches, it's cliche, but it's true. You want to be playing your best basketball at the end of February and March. And, uh, you know, Marquette is definitely playing as, as well as, as, possible so it's going to be fun regardless you know there's going to be upsets uh, along the way uh it's it's to me why it's one of the best sporting events there is every year and you don't even have to be a basketball fan i mean so many people love watching these games and it, it's fun and can't wait for it to start
1: yeah especially i love like this this first week the first couple of rounds because i mean you get the upsets you get the surprises and it's really exciting to watch
2: Oh, yeah, and um, I know there's stats out there about work productivity uh, this (laughs) this week, too, and it's probably not going to be really great, especially people who are working from home this week.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, thanks, Paul. Appreciate it, man. All right. Can't uh, wait. It'll be fun. Definitely. It's Rock for Tone for Classic Rock, 96.7 The Eagle.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants.